1: This podcast is sponsored by Starbucks, where instead of them shouting out your name when your horse eggs are ready, they now sprinkle rabbit droppings onto your table to let you know that your balsamic vinegar sandwich is there to collect. Cheers, Starbucks. Fuck off. Let's go. Welcome to the Daft Lad podcast. I take no prisoners, just inmates, whatever that fucking means. Daft. Welcome to episode 9 of the Daft Lad Podcast. It's me, Jimmy, and I'm starting off with a new segment that you're all going to love. So whether you're listening at home, in your car, on a tractor, or on a horse, you're going to fucking love this segment. It's for anyone who loves films, famous films like Harry Potter. That's it. That's the only famous film. And likes a bit of swearing and a bit of, like, Bit of games, bit of challenge. So here we go. So, this segment, I'm going to be putting a swear word into famous movie lines, and I'm going to call the segment Daft Me Off John. Yeah, I'm going to call it that, just made that up. Daft Me Off John. So, the movie today, I'm going to be putting a swear word into famous lines is Harry Potter, a film that we all know, and uh, we all know swear words. But before we start, I need to pick the swear word. And the swear word I'm going to be using is the word fuck. So let's go. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. That's from Devane. Apparently she's trying to smuggle you a fuck potion. <laughs> Bit rude, that one. But then again, it is fuck. Here we go. I'm by the way. One Weasley. Hi, I'm Harry. Harry Fuck. <laughs> it's another good one, that. Um, I want everyone at home to think of their own swear word famous line from harry potter and send them in to the daft podcast on my email or on twitter and instagram just message me your funny lines right here we go There's another one here we go why the spiders why couldn't it be the fuck the butterflies <laughs> <No>. <laughs> why spiders why couldn't it be fuck the butterflies i think that was uh that was why couldn't it be follow the butterflies Fair that's a good line that Good line, that from Ron Wesley. Um, Here's another one. There will be no fucking wand-waving or silly incantations in this class. That was Snape when it started Philosopher. That's quite a good one, that. There will be no fucking wand-waving. I've got a few more here for you lot. Good fuck today, Potter. You've proven yourself against a troll. Is that Snape? Yeah, yeah, it's when, and I think this is where Snape comes up to when Harry's having a bit of food. He's having a bit of scrambled leg, and he's like, "Good fuck today, Potter. You've proven yourself against a troll." Then he's—I think he says something about Slytherin and Quidditch. Anyway, that's that's not as funny that one. Um, oh, here we go. This is Neville Long. Ass, you're sneaking out again, aren't you? No, Neville. Listen. No, uh, I won't let you. You'll get Gryffindor in trouble again. I'll fuck you. <laughs> he fucking brings his out like a rabbit. No, I won't let you. You'll get Gryffindor into trouble again. Uh I'll fuck you. <laughs> I found that funnier than it actually was. Uh, what's this one? Oh, this is where Dumbledore's at the end of Flosser on end of his bed. Here we go. Here we go. Um, Harry, do you know why Professor Quirrell couldn't bear to have you fuck him? What's that line going to be? Touch him. There we go. Um <laughs> this is a glass one. <laughs> Here we go. This is this is one of my favourite Harry Potter famous swear lines that I've made up. Oh, I need a fucking car key, don't I? I've got my nibby lip butter. He's like any funny business, any at all. You won't get any fucks for a week. Get in. <laughs> oh, I love Dudley. Um this is classic this one this is Harry Potter and Hagrid about to go to Diagon Alley and he's trying to find buy all that shit for him Uh, here we go it's like he's like can we find all this in London if you know where to fuck (laughs) it's just classic this game Um, I've got two more left this is when Ron sees Hermione do some sort of special spell special spell that really hurt me anyway Hermione and Ron. You are fucking scary sometimes, you know that. Brilliant, but scary. That's a decent one. And then the last one, um, this is the epic speech at the end of The Philosopher's Stone. Everyone's in the Great Hall having the packed lunch. And Dumbledore stands up and says this to Neville Longass. Here we go. It takes a great deal of bravery to stand up to your enemies. But a great deal more... Stand up to your friends. I won 10 points to Mr. Neville Fuckbottom. <laughs> <laughs> it's that in it? But a great deal more. <laughs> so there you go. It's a daft, uh, a daft start to episode 9. Daft me off, John. I love that segment. Send me in your other lines that I've not read out or from any Harry Potter film with the word fucking or just any other swear word that are going to make me laugh. Because if they are funny enough, I'll read them out on the podcast. So, find me on Instagram and Twitter. And email me on the Gmail. The Gmail. Right, here we go. Episode 9. Um, before I start, actually. I post videos on TikTok of the Daft podcast. And for some reason, this one video has, has made a hit. It's on 240 likes. No, 240,000 views. And 200k likes. And like millions of comments it's the one where I'm on about, um, for maybe episode five, where I say sixth form's a piece of piss. Um, you should have it before secondary school. The only reason why I said that is because I didn't do A-levels. I did BTECs, and I dropped two after the first year. So obviously, it was a piece of piss for me. And also, my teacher took me to Mackie's every week and picked up a sofa for his new house. So for me, that was a piece of piss. But I know for like 99% of people, sixth form is very hard. So there's some absolute class comments. If you go to my TikTok, you'll find it. And there's Hundreds of comments. So, one of the comments which really had me laugh was... My guy did healthcare and plumbing, which is class, to be fair. (laughs) And then someone says, this lad did hair and beauty. Again, that's some class banter, is that. And then the last one, which I found really funny, was... Brought up critical thinking and general studies. Clearly no uni wants him. (laughs) That is why I went to sixth form. Because... To just piss it off. Six form is basically a gap year. If you do a BTEC, that could be another TikTok video right there. Anyway, I'm gonna get into today's episode now, and I'm gonna start the episode with some uh, more funny college stories. If you remember episode five, I was like a whole college episode, and I was just saying some really funny stuff that happened to me. I thought of two more, which I'm gonna tell you because they're absolute classics, and hopefully you can relate to them. They're really good. So here we got so one college story, which um is one of my favorites, I don't know how I forgot it is for our exams you'd have to everyone would have to pile into the gym. It was this massive gym. imagine it, it's got that classic basketball floor you've got basketball hoops either side on the sides you've got a big window for everyone to walk past um those like wooden poles i don't know what they were for whether they for climbing i don't know what they were for, and then you had like your whole year doing the exams in there. And I don't know if it was the same for you, but you'd have, like, like maybe a row of 15 to 20 people. There'd be, like, 10 rows, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, your whole year doing, like, an English exam, right? And when you finished the exam, you would um, you'd have a teacher go to, the, like, the first row, say, right, this row, get up, please, and walk out. Everyone was, like, really quiet. It was all pretty professional. But one time... The first row got up, so imagine this, the rest of the year, this first 15 people in the row got up and walked out, but one person called Greg, who was <laughs> one of the best things I've ever seen him done in college, he was just laid asleep, with his hands in his ass. so it was just like, he was like that, but on the table, so he was fast asleep, forehead in his right ear, I just remember me, I just remember everyone looked to him, and he was just there, just asleep. He didn't give a shit. He was I think I don't know if he was snoring. But then the teacher said to the next row, right, next row, can you get up, please? And then as that <laughs> row of people got up, you had the teacher walk down to Greg and just give him a tap on back. You had to give him a tap a few times. <laughs> you should have seen it when he pulled his head up. He had like his uh, black school cardigan imprint on his forehead. Proper red forehead as well. And he was like, oh! And then just literally got up and walked off. It was... The funniest thing I've seen because it's all pretty serious as an exam. I've just seeing someone half asleep is very, very funny. It's just, man, it's just, I've, probably the most funny part about it was he just stayed there <laughs> and everyone looked at him and it was quite hilarious. And then what's this one? I've got another story from school. This is me in sixth form again. Uh, I've got me, Will, and Joe in performing arts technical in the drama studio. And so I don't know if you knew about this, but the teachers in the school, had this certain program or app on their computer logging called Portal, I think it was. It was like a teacher portal thing. They could go onto the program and look onto any computer screen in the school. So let's say there was a class of year eights in ICT in the different part of the school. That teacher could log on on any computer and just like click onto, let's go onto John's, let's go onto Jack's, computer, just see if he's not playing any games, bit of game fudge, bit of block saws, and all that crap. So one time, me, Will and Joe were in performing arts tech, and the teacher, which was the same teacher who knocked on me window in me garden that time, episode five story, that, um, <laughs> she left the room but was logged in on a computer, so obviously, like, every time a teacher did that, me, Will and Joe would get onto her uh, computer and go onto this portal, and the first few times we did it, we just kept going on to our mates' logins, who are in sixth form, and just changing like names or writing like rude words into Google and pressing search, that kind of thing. One time it happened to me. I was doing a PowerPoint in BTEC Sport about ligaments and shit, and obviously Joe, <laughs> as I was doing the PowerPoint to the whole class, Joe was on a teacher's computer, went on to man, and as I was reading out the PowerPoint, I was there shitting myself talking about ligaments. And Joe was changing all these fucking signs <laughs> words to rude words. Like, oh, the tear on this fucking ligament is bullshit. Like, you know what I mean? And then the teacher would see and she was like, oh, Jamie, what's going on? I'm like, I don't know, miss. <laughs> I've not got control. And then the best time, this is the best story, is in that lesson, me, Will, and Joe went onto the teacher's computer and we looked who was logged on, and there was a Year 7 class in ICT. And for some reason, Joe was just like hovering over the Year 7 login, and he'd just finished doing his work, but he was still logged in, you know, the home screen with the classic default back screen. I think it was a blue screensaver, or it could have been the ones with the green field and the blue sky. So uh, what Joe did, he got the mouse, went to the top left, held it down the click button, Dragged it all the way to the bottom. So he highlighted absolutely everything. There was all of his work, his documents and everything. And he was like hovering over the delete button for ages. And obviously, when someone does that, you have to try purposely press it and just blame Joe. So there's me and Will going, oh man, fucking press delete. Ah, oh, just pissing ourselves. And then after like a minute's pause, Joe was just like, eh, nah, fuck it. Press delete. And <laughs> deleted this year's seven's <laughs> of work. Imagine being that kid in year seven. He's just, you just done a classic Word document on fucking grass. Save. Done. Nearly end at lesson. Goes to his right to get some out of his bag. And then comes back to the screen. And he's got no documents, no recycle bin, because he's deleted that as Joe's well. <laughs> Fuck. It's a class story, is that? One of my favourites. I don't know how I forgot that. But anyway, that's all the college stories. I'll try and think of some more. Let's get some tunes going. On my mind. Will be Tell you what.
0: And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: I know a lot of you might not be watching the video to this podcast, but I've just picked up this Vimto um, pink grapefruit drink. Basically, it's a pink squash in my glass. And every time I'm drinking it now, I feel like I'm on like Cal Pilkerton when he's going to those tribes people. And you've got to try those like delicacy drinks or something that the tribesmen have. And I feel like this pink stuff, it's that stuff where they're like mixed like saliva and just shit. And it's making me cringe. Anyway, so I, I got my first ever tattoo last year. Um, I've not really thought about getting any more, but it hurt it did hurt um but when i when i think back to when i did get the tattoo um when i wasn't inked i feel like i was a plain human you know like a plain crisp i was already salted crisp you know bland but like now i've got a tattoo i've been inked i feel like i've got a bit of flavor about me every time i look at my arm i'm like oh i've gone from ready salted to salt and vinegar i aren't saying that anyone without a tattoo is bland as fuck like i'm just saying It's just what I think about my own body. I don't know if anyone else thinks that. I'm going to move on because that's daft and I'll get judged for being a dickhead. Uh Uh-uh. You know what makes me fuming? Chewing gum. You know the Extra? It's the most popular brand of chewing gum in the UK, let's say. They've changed the chewing gum to sugar-free. What the fuck? So, like, my favourite packet, I have a packet of Cool Breeze every day at work. I've had it every day for the past five years. So I am pure Cool Breeze, right? And I know the flavour. But now it's sugar free. It's like I'm just having breeze. There's no cool about it. The fucking flavour lasts for five minutes and you've got to throw it in bin. It's bullshit, man. I just want some cool breeze. Oh here we go. This is a good story I've wrote down here. Um so I went to Leeds a few weeks ago. Class is Leeds. It's at Mint City is Leeds. Um, went to Leeds, it was my girlfriend's birthday, and we went to we went to the Alchemist and I'm now addicted to woo lagoons. Pure glitter. If you go to Alchemist, it's like Severus Snape's potion class after hours. It's fucking mint, man. I want a Woo Lagoon now. I'm addicted. So cool in there. So we left there at midnight, and then we went to the uh, Mackies down at the bottom of Trinity. Went in there for uh, some food and drink. It was, I think it was spot on midnight, and we ordered our food, just waiting for the food to be ready. So as we were waiting, there was this dude who went to go collect his food, right? And I don't know what—I don't know if he was a bit drunk, but he went fucking mental towards staff behind. He was like, uh, "Can I have my fucking napkins, please?" Jesus Christ! And then, Mackie's staff member, for some reason, got even more mad, and he got up to the because like a screen in there from COVID, like a double glass fucking window. And this staff member got really close up and went, "No, you fucking can't have one, you dickhead!" And then the guy collecting his food was like, "I just want some napkins." And as he was about to say napkins, <laughs> there's two security staff. Came up, both got his arms, dragged him off like that. It was like, oh, ah, all I want is some napkins. He was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Two arms were up in air and his feet were dragging on the floor. Whoa, napkins, man! He was going absolutely apeshit. And then we saw him stood outside, this guy who was angry about napkins. And he had his uh, he had his phone like this, something I'm doing an impression, trying to record. He was like, so I just went in, right? Ordered me food. I just asked for some napkins and your staff member went fucking mental. Like, I'm just going to record this in case it goes viral. You know? Like, what's that about? Classes, ladies. It's awesome for gigs, food, shopping, stone-baked pizzas from Boathouse. Amazing. Um, please sponsor me Boathouse. I love you. Um, and then the day after the Mackies incident, if it was an incident, um, went to Primark, the classic shop that's selling shit for a quid, and I saw a section, right, of hoodies. And it said harvard on it it said yale you know those really like for some reason popular universities and colleges in america oh let's go to harvard you know what i mean i had like a hoodie with harvard on i'm like what the fuck is that about i wonder if i've got a version in america in, in their version of primark maroon hoodie that says Scarborough college on who the fuck wants that <laughs> or in a heavy golden black shirt the University of Plymouth. Oh, hey man, I want a fucking t-shirt with a Plymouth on, man. I love that place. So another story from Leeds. The, the last story from Leeds, right? Travel Lodge, 2016. Day after Leeds Fest. We're off into Leeds for some shopping and some food. And I forgot my hair dryer. It was August time, so it was like 27 degrees. It was so fucking warm. And I thought, Jesus Christ, I don't have a hairdryer to boil me scalp. And I, I saw a fan, a massive fan. And I was like, oh! I can use the fan. Literally, it took me 30 minutes with... The, I think it was his fan. Oipla. Class fan, is that? Also, right, I've never known a fan that's got more than four buttons. You've got off, you've got one, two, three. If there's a fan there with four on, fuck me. Be blown away. Anyway, interlude. Right, this segment has returned. It's back. Um, this one is called auto glass Repair, auto glass Shit-Faced. If you don't know how it works, I'm going to read out some facts about a certain topic, place, item, and I'm going to make it daft. So this week I'm talking about the country, France. <laughs> Fact one. France is a country. Fuck me. The Tour de France cycle race has been running for over 100 years. That should be cycling for over 100 years. He's a cheat! That is, actually running is the opposite of cycling, because then, the opposite of cheating. Anyway, um, turning a baguette upside down in France is unlucky. Fuck, really? Usually, with a slice of bread, there's no upside down. So, really, you've got nothing to worry about. The average French citizen eats 500 snails each year. Fuck me, really? That's where they've all gone. I've not seen a snail in fucking 20 years, man. And I'm 25 back when i was 5 year old i used to think i was treebeard from lord of the rings this superior human stepping on snails crunching like fuck man i've not seen one in 20 years that is sad is that extinct snails we've been ate by the french and stood on by me so yeah that's all the facts on france um i have you today not a lot but that was auto glass shit faced no auto glass repair auto glass shit faced let's get some tunes banging out <laughs> Anyone listening love a coming-of-age film? I absolutely fucking love them. Coming-of-age film on Netflix. I've seen quite a lot of them. It just reminds me of college. You know, I I love my college stories on this podcast. I do miss college. It was mint. So a coming-of-age film is what I need in life. It's more of like an American high school teen movie. Um, Like, uh, what was it? Edge of Seventeen, that's a class one. Seventeen again. That's more... Maybe comedy, then. I don't know. But um, anything that's like Team Wolf, the TV show, I'm going to love. Because that's my favourite fucking thing ever. But in all these coming-of-age films, I feel like the main character, on a morning, always flies downstairs in a rush. The mum and dad have got this huge round table. You've got a massive buffet of breakfast. It's basically a Disney fucking all-exclusive breakfast. You've got square cheese, square ham. You've got ten baguettes in a row. You've got squash, black currant, apple juice. You've got all the different cereals. They've got them all laid out on the table for you. But of course, in these coming-of-age films, you see it every time you've got the main character and her brothers flying downstairs and just like just get a bit of toast, put it in the mouth and fuck off, like, Bye, Dad! I just feel so sad for parents. It's always They always have one parent. The other one's always cheating with someone. So it's that dad. ...who puts all of his work into putting this massive breakfast buffet on... ...and no one wants it. Sad times. That is coming of age films though, it can be sad. Maybe, coming of age films are onto something. If you put a massive breakfast buffet out... ...eat like fuck at breakfast. You won't have to eat out for 24 hours. You're saving cash, you'll be full for 24 hours... ...and just do it again next day, mate. Maybe they're onto something. So, uh, last weekend, uh, it was Easter weekend for me... ...and my band Fox went on tour... We went down to um, Kings Lynn and Cambridge down south for the first time, and because we're from the north, it's built on hills and cliffs, of towns and villages and cities. Went down there; it's just flat land. It's literally flat. There's, the road was an hour long, straight. It was flat. It was like someone made Flatland, creative on Minecraft. Literally, there was nothing about. And when we were driving down there, about twenty minutes out of Kings Lynn, we drove past this massive fire. It was like massive pile of pallets. Massive black smoke. And I think it was like shut for like 20 hours after we drove past it. Thank God for that. But on the uh, Sunday night we played Cambridge. The Portland Arms it was. And I didn't realise but my mate Hannah. Shout out to Hannah who does listen to this podcast. Um, likes this podcast called. Is it I Could Murder a Podcast? I've never listened to it but apparently a lot of people know it. Our band Foxhawm were on second and then the people who are on after us the support band the main support were this guy called Oscar Carney and apparently the bassist in that is the producer from I could murder a podcast i didn't know that but Hannah pointed out to me and then when she did i searched it on instagram and i realized that the two other people who talk in the podcast were like in the just in the front just uh having a mosh so that was pretty cool that I don't know him, I don't know if they saw me and went, hey, is that daft bastard from that podcast who talks shit? Maybe not, but I did have that in Morrison's yesterday, I went to Morrison's and this staff member down at uh, Bread Isle just said, oh mate, um, excuse me, are you off TikTok? I says, yeah, yeah, and he says, oh yeah, I really like your videos, especially the one about WH Smith, and I was just like, oh, mint, you fucking respect you, mate, cheers. Um, that's the first time my girlfriend was embarrassed. He's like, no! i us have some tunes, I'm off to the toilet. The no Jesus, do you ever, like, go to the toilet, right? And you open up a new toilet roll, and you can't find the lip. Then when you find it, you, like, pull it off. But then all the glue gets stuck to the underside of the toilet roll. And you basically use half of it by trying to pull the thing off. It's annoying. Anyway... You see these people who say, do you want to put some salt in the pasta water to make it taste better? Fuck off, it don't make no difference. It's like saying, oh mate, you need to put a hint of salt in your washing machine, it makes your fucking washing smell nicer, fuck off. If I want a pinch of salt on my pasta, I'll take my pasta to Scarborough Beach in my sieve and drain it in the fucking ocean. Imagine coming to UK for the first time, and uh, you want to buy some shoes, some boots, right? And you go to the shop, boots. You're going to be fucking upset with that, aren't you? You know what I mean? I feel like all shops should sell just one item or one kind of like topic, one thing, and then call the shop what you're selling. Make it so much easier. So like next or top man, top shop, H and M. It sells clothes. So fuck off all the bullshitty iPhone resin cases and the two hundred quid light fittings. No one wants that shit. Just sell clothes. And call the shop clothes or clothing. Sports Direct, JJB Sports, Nike, Adidas. Fuck that. No more selling packets of acne. Just sell sports gear. And call it sports. They're quite close to Sports Direct. Just take away direct and you're pretty much there. Supermarkets, as the Tesco, Morrisons, sells everything for a house. Doesn't it? Food, furniture, bullshit. So just change the supermarket name to the word everything. Or house like you got mcdonald's kfc all these places burger king instead of calling it all these different companies just call it chicken petrol pumps have it right i know they have a little building a little shack that sells a few fucking meal deals but they just call it petrol pumps because it is a petrol pump but you should just call it petrol not like there's gulf there's lint was it londis batter i don't know just call it petrol So I think I'm right on saying that that's a fucking class idea. Anyway, so before I leave you today, again, I always like to leave you with some advice or lovely quotes to take into your life. Here we go. A person standing in front of you is technically the person standing the furthest away from you. So that's episode nine of the Daft podcast. Thank you for listening. I'm off to Bella Italia now to pick up my compost. See ya!
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince.